Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brownie Points. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. And this is the podcast where a guy with a film degree. And a guy who knows how to work a DVD player. Talk to you about movies. This week on our Brownie Bites News episode, we pay tribute to Alex Trebek, let you know who got nominated at the Gotham Awards, have an update on Johnny Depp, and a new trailer for a Melissa McCarthy comedy. All that, plus some more, on this episode of Brownie Points. Hello, everybody. (laughs) There it is. Mm. (laughs) Once again, we are starting off the week with a lot of news this time. As long as nothing more important than what happened today when FedEx made a delivery to my house. I just want the world to know Dan is a man of his word. He delivers on his bets. I'm wearing my new hat. It's quite comfy. We can do the rest of the show now. I just wanted to rub it in more. I'm glad. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's comfy. I'm glad it showed up earlier than what Lids and FedEx said it was going to, which is It was funny. on time with what FedEx said. FedEx was like, no, it'll be there Friday, and then uh Lids was like, It'll be there Monday. Lids thought it was gonna show up next Friday, if I remember right. <laughs> Whatever day the nineteenth <laughs> is. Even funnier. Yeah, no, I, I I thought I sent you that. It was like, uh, I guess it'll be there on the 19th. And then FedEx is like, nah, bro, we got you. It's going to be here next Friday, like literally a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, as longtime listeners, you know this. We never jump right into the reviews. We dive into the world of entertainment news. And we have plenty to talk about this week. Uh, we're not short of stories for once. Uh, we have to start out with uh, television, though. Um, we usually don't talk about television except that one week where we talked about the Emmys. But uh, uh, this is more important than the Emmys. Yeah, but, but this guy actually won, I think, six when I looked it up, six or seven, something like that. But um, we lost um, a staple of game show entertainment, intelligence, and human decency. Uh, Alex Trebek, he uh, succumbed to his pancreatic cancer. Uh, but what day was it specifically? Was it Monday? Sunday. My Sunday? I think it was Sunday. I think it was Sunday. Oh, okay. Because I, I, my family watched Jeopardy quite a lot. Um, and I, I wouldn't say, like, I was a super devoted fan. I watched it pretty regularly, but um, not, like, an every single day person. Like, there were chunks of time where I, I didn't say I haven't. I actually hadn't watched it in a couple months, but... My parents, the last time I saw them was uh, Friday, and they're the ones that really, like, watch it, like, every day, and they had talked about how um, he, in the newest, because they just started airing, like, his last season, and they were like, you can kind of tell he's not doing too hot. Well, yeah, he he came out and said that he was going to stop treatment, because the treatments he had weren't doing enough, I suppose, but, um... But yeah, I, I've seen Jeopardy. It wasn't a regular thing for me, but I knew, obviously, of Alex Trebek, and he was a great host, and it was uh, really sad uh, to hear that uh, cancer finally got him. But um, but no, he obviously, he'll be dearly missed. I think they said this is fi- uh, his final episode's going to just be a Christmas special. Like, I mean, not a special episode, but, like, it's just that's when they're going to air his last episode. So, uh, 
it is really sad. Um, didn't he publish a biography too, like or a memoir? I think I think he did that like last month or something. I don't know about that. I I think it was a memoir, um, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but I do want to say, uh, pretty much every segment you can hear me crack a beer. Um, I do want to raise a toast to Alex Trebek. Uh, you are one of the few human beings that no matter what, no one hated you. Um, you never heard about people being angry or upset with him. And he was a tremendous human being and everyone in the world loved him. Uh, it's a darker place without him. And here's to him, I guess. Absolutely. I have, uh, I think I can make a clank. Uh, I don't know if y'all can hear. Oh, I already made my clank. (laughs) Here, I I smacked it against the side of my mic. That might have made a noise. I don't know. Yeah, I I heard it. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, the... uh, it the the news was really sad and all the tributes have been really cool to to see uh so our our hearts are with the trebek family as well um the other person that we want to talk about um in this segment that we always end up doing uh ken spears one of the co-creators of scooby-doo uh that was a staple of my my childhood i watched a lot of scooby-doo when i was little so it was just kind of sad i don't remember what, what ken died of specifically but um but it's still well, pretty, sad. pretty old too yeah, he was eighty-two and Alex was eighty. Yeah, but uh, Alex was eighty. Jesus. Yeah, but uh, that was also something pretty sad. Scooby-Doo was a big deal when uh, when both Nick and I were growing up. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Did you watch it a lot? Like, not not very much of the original. I've I've seen a handful of the original. What I remember was when we were kids, Scooby-Doo went through this big renaissance of releasing movies. Oh yeah, like Zombie so Island. I, yeah. I saw I saw several of those. Like Zombie Island, dude. I've saw several times. Um, I got an old so VHS of I, Zombie Island somewhere in this place. <laughs> I I didn't watch it a ton, but I did see what I did see of it was the movies. I never really saw the originals all that much. Right, same. Um, I do remember though, just a quick story. I remember I was uh, watching some marathon of the show that they did in i want to say it was like 2000 or 2001 it was somewhere really close to when blair witch project came out in 99 and they were using this technology to superimpose them into actual like real live action footage that they shot in a woods like i don't think they superimposed them in the blair witch footage but they were emulating that same aesthetic and for some reason that scared the living crap out of me like the way they would recreate like them walking in the woods and all they have is the spotlight on the camera but then it just starts shaking and everyone starts screaming or like when velma's in the tent and she's just like i'm so scared and then would just go where are you scooby-doo and then it would cut to black and then go back to the show which is not scary and i'm just like what the hell did I just watch? Like it, it scared the absolute crap out of me. Do you remember that? Did you did you make brownie batter in your pants? I probably did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, I remember that very vividly. Yeah. Oh, it was absolutely terrifying. Um, it just made me think of that when I saw that Ken passed away. Just uh, he I, obviously he didn't have a hand in that, but uh, Scooby Doo obviously a huge staple for Hanna Barbera. And uh, it's pretty tragic that he died the same week that Alex did. But onward to uh, a little bit of happier news, at least for me. I know you don't. I know you're not going to be happy about this, but this week we kicked off award season. Don't care. 
it is the 2020-2021 award season for films, which is always kicked off by the Gotham Awards. Uh, for those of you that don't know or don't remember if I brought it up last year. Uh, the is Goth- Batman a judge? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I, I really expected you to say, and I was like, well, then they're irrelevant. <laughs> uh, the Gotham Awards recognize independent films that were made uh, for less than $35 million specifically. So there's Not a couple. I thought you were going to say $35. <laughs> not that cheap uh but i wanted to bring it up not just because it's the start of nick's favorite time of the year award season but um the good news is we can't go to theaters right now yeah um hold on i or got we could nothing's coming to theaters let me revise that wow i was pulling up the list and an ad was just blasting my ears so sorry about that i hope you guys didn't hear that uh <laughs> i didn't hear it so i don't think they did uh but yeah uh I wanted to bring it up again, not just because it's uh, the start of award season, but um, I've seen three of the movies that were nominated for Best uh, Feature. Uh, We didn't talk about any of these on the show, but uh, the five nominees are The Assistant, First Cow, Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, Nomadland, and Relic. Uh, And I've seen The Assistant... First Cow and Never Rarely, Sometimes Always. I've seen all these uh, just in the last month. Uh, First Cow I actually just watched yesterday. But, uh, yeah. I... Nick, you might think this is funny. Out of those three movies, I only like one of them. I found the other two to be insanely boring. So, uh, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always is my pick for best film. I haven't seen Relic or Nomad Land, but... <laughs> Excuse me. Oh. Guess what never, rarely, sometimes, always is about. Menstruation. Not entirely off of it. Uh, this movie's about the lack of menstruation when this teenage girl gets pregnant in Philadelphia and she takes a road trip with her cousin to New York to get an abortion. <laughs> they don't have that ability in Philadelphia? Well, I or maybe in her specific town in Pennsylvania. I shouldn't have said Philadelphia. It's it's a specific rural town in Pennsylvania. But yeah, that's what the movie. I was gonna about. say is like that road trip feels entirely like uh, whatever. I'm we're probably reading too much into it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, my quick solo review of it, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> it's it's it, it honestly is an awesome movie. I not to get into like the politics of it that's a whole nother discussion but like from a film perspective i think it's a very harrowing story i think dan i think it's time what do you think of about abortion religion (laughs) military (laughs) gun rights uh we didn't no we didn't watch passion of the christ we can't have this until we watch passion of the christ (laughs) oh my god Dude, that review, if that review ever happens is just gonna be me sitting there being quiet like i refuse to bring religion into this (laughs) Uh, but anyway, it's. I think it's a harrowing story. I think the acting is excellent. And, and again, and again, to our listeners, we don't do that because, frankly, we want to listen to shows that uh, we listen for escapes, and so we don't want to constantly be reminded about what people think of politics and religion and stuff like that. Yeah, that's why I stopped listening to Pod Save America because that was obnoxious. But I'm not kidding you, dude. Do you remember um, his name was uh, Brooks Whelan? Uh, he does. Uh, I told you about his podcast. Uh, it's the one about jobs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Entry level. Yeah. 
I loved that podcast for about eight months, and then all of a sudden he got hyper political with it. Yeah, and I was like, dude, just stop. Just I'm here to listen to people talk about the crappy. Like one of the funniest things in the world is people that aren't motivated and hilarious talking about jobs where they don't care about them. It's hilarious. I don't want to know what you think about current political figures. Well, yeah, and well, that's off brand for what the show itself's thesis is too so why would he even bring it up we did (laughs) he did a lot i I listened the most recent episode i listened to was the first time i listened to it in almost three months and it was because they had one of my favorite stand-up comics on it oh nice uh like that's how bad that's how bad it got i was like okay i'll listen to it because john reap is on it okay uh well segueing it back to our main reason for this segment uh, <laughs> uh again quick hot takes on the movie uh rarely never sometimes always excellent movie amazing performance from the lead actress she's also up for best actress i hope she gets an oscar nomination that's my quick hot take on that first cow and the assistant both insanely boring i don't know why first cow is getting all the attention it's getting other than it looks good like it does have great art direction costumes cinematography uh that's not the case with the assistant. The assistant just kind of Does anyone sucks. dress up as a cow? There is a cow in the movie, but no. No one dresses up as a cow. Uh, <laughs> Boo! More like, moo! <laughs> well, moo! It, it's better. It's it's only marginally better than the assistant. The assistant's just boring all around. I reached out to one of my friends in New York that I used to work with, and I asked him, because he usually watches a bunch of indie films like me, and I'm like, did you watch the assistant? And he's like, yeah, me and my fiance thought that was insanely boring. And I just text back, assistant, oh. Uh-huh. Is the assistant dummy thick and the clapping of her butt cheeks is alerting everybody? Or mm. there? Whatever. But I don't know. I don't know what my joke was. <laughs> what are you talking about? The assistant sucks, guys. Don't watch it. It's on Hulu, but don't watch it. Uh, first cow I watched on Showtime. If you want to watch it, whatever. But find never rarely sometimes always it's on hbo it's amazing it's a great movie uh we haven't done it on the show but uh i will make it an honorable mention for best film of the year for sure it's it's amazing and hopefully it will show up in other awards that come up later on uh i just wanted to make note that the gotham awards have kicked off award season so (laughs) and i just want to really drive this point home to people that listen to the show especially if they're new listeners i cannot for the, for the life of me emphasize this enough how little i care and yet about this award is, season and yet this is the time of year where i can pull up the calendar and show you we have at least five award contenders that we're going to be watching over the next two months for the show <laughs> yeah whatever i got football to watch so get on it get on with it <laughs> well anyway on to the next story uh, another happy note uh the headline that we shared was that Jurassic World Dominion had finished filming, but not just so much about that that I want to talk about. Can we just relish in the fact that, like, we've been able to share so many stories about movies uh, just completing filming? Like, Uncharted finished filming the day after we talked about that on the show. Avatar 2 is done filming. Avatar 3 is almost done filming. Spider-Man just started filming its third movie. I'm just, I'm just so happy that we're seeing things like this 
come up and the world is starting to get back to normalcy with the the film and television industry like like even the cbs procedurals i see that all the time when we watch football that all those shows are coming back in january like i don't know it just that makes me happy again pretty similar to uh um award season that really did take me that long to remember um (laughs) <laughs> similar to my stance on award season i don't really like dude it, to me it was gonna come back so yeah whatever i well, the fact I'm that it not... actually is well, though like now that we're seeing instagram photos of like uh the the camera slate for uncharted and like we see tom holland with his mask over his spider-man mask like does that yeah thrill if you if you if you didn't interrupt me what i was gonna say is i mean you are much more into the behind the scenes stuff than i am so th- i like I don't really get like I I just really care about the end product much more than I care about anything else in a movie. Hmm. Um, so neat, yay! But I mean, I, I everything's kind of starting back up and opening, so it's like yeah, it's kind of expected to me. Well, the fact that's actually happening though, like that the end that that light at the end of the tunnel, like it's. It's just for me again. For I'm not me, saying it's... you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, I personally, I'm like, eh, well, whatever. no, it's not. Like, a... I, I don't, I don't get super excited about behind the scenes stuff that much. Right. I mean, it's. I'm not. I'm not trying to say it as like a right or wrong. It's just like it's kind of neat that we can finally like. I mean, the theaters are somehow still open. I mean, Regal's not, but once those come back, and we, that's the last piece now to like complete normalcy because like filming somehow even in California, the strictest state in the union about reopening anything outside of New York they they're finally filming stuff so like we're not worried about running out of stuff like sitting on the shelves or things it's now a matter of like when they're finally going to get to come out and when the theaters like can pfizer just hurry up and just get that 90 percent effective vaccine to 99 percent so we can actually go back to normal like you gotta take it slow otherwise we get i am legend in real life oh man i am legend yeah what was what was that there was uh they were trying to find a cure for like the con i think it was I think it was cancer yeah it was it was uh emma thompson she was like we thought we found the cure for cancer and it's gonna and it's gonna revolutionize the world and then 10 years later and new york just went down about as hard as humanly possible <laughs> new york looks like east st louis the next the next time we go there i gotta take you through there and make you concerned for your life yeah (laughs) i've been i've been through there i remember i actually remember like getting off the interstate one time thinking i was connect catching a connection to a different interstate not knowing i was actually getting off in east st louis and then like the moment i realized it i was like i made a horrible mistake was it chris was it like christmas vacation with the roll your windows up kids no, it was funny because, like, I got real quiet and uh, I kept turning my head left and right and looking. I would not get anywhere remotely. I literally would leave a car length between me and any other vehicle. Excuse me, at a stoplight. And Kelsey kept talking and I looked at her at one point and I was like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I love you, but uh, you need to shut up right now. I need to focus. And she goes, what? And then she looked and then she's like, yeah, I kind of caught on when she said that. Because it was just like, we were driving and I was like, burnt building, burnt building, demolished building, bail bond, gas station with bars in the windows. And then we were driving and I was like, oh, look, there's a cop. Okay, we're safe. <laughs> Jesus. Make it sound like you drove through a literal war zone. <laughs> Do you know nothing of East St. Louis? You, 
if it's not obvious, you care far, 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 far they, more about St. Louis than I do. So there's been like things in the news about like St. Louis being like a crime, like one of the crime capitals of the country. And I was like, it's not St. Louis. It's East St. Louis. <laughs> it's you can the, say the Illinois. Sa- it, no, no, no. It's the Illinois side. That's the that's the super dangerous areas. Regular St. Louis is just like any other downtown area. Well, just like just the with an arch, a really good baseball team, a great hockey team, and Stan Kroenke can suck it. Well, that's just like Chicago. Like people say, Chicago is a war zone. And it's like, well, no, Chicago is only bad in like a five block radius. The rest of Chicago is actually pretty normal suburban. And then there's Chicago the... sucks, but s- not because of the violence. <laughs> I mean, it contributes to it, but Chicago just sucks. Chicago is a lot of fun. I love Chicago. We will. Chicago was so bad. I remember looking at a toll booth person saying, "I don't care. Here's the money." Okay. The long story of this is, they shut down a lane in rush hour of a toll booth thing, and we watched three people go through this after it said it was closed. So we, my dad was driving, because uh, I didn't want to drive, and uh, we had gone to Green Bay, and we're coming, we're going in there, and they like sound off like an air raid siren, and they're like, "You can't come through here." Like we watched you let three people through, and they're like, "You can't come through here." So we put it in reverse, got in, and the person starts explaining to us why they can't let us through that toll booth. As my dad's handing him the money, and I, I'm quoting myself. I was, I. This was the third toll booth we hit in Chicago, and every single person gave me crap because I was wearing a Packer hat and jersey. I'm not in a good mood. I already hate your city. You're, you guys are just being pricks. And then you do that where you're like, we can't let you through, but we watched three people go through. I literally leaned forward and said, I don't give a. Sh-. Open the f-ing gate. We paid you. Dang. I, I think I vaguely remember you telling me that story, but I didn't realize it got, like, that contentious. Jesus. Yeah, so I don't like that city. It's a dump. Hmm. That's far worse than my experience. I've, I've, I've been, I went there for a work trip and ate a really nice steak, and the only hassle I had was it was hard to do my job because I couldn't touch anything the union was supposed to touch. Otherwise, like... I don't know, some union boss was going to bury me in Soldier Field or something. I don't know. They was, they were just like, don't touch that, or the union rep is going to blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, I didn't know the union's really had a stranglehold in the city, but we're getting way, 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 way off topic. <laughs> yeah, that's just my kind of thing. I don't, I don't like Chicago. Chicago triggered. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to know you want to know what I would get involved with politically is if they were like, hey, we want to vote to have Chicago no longer be be in the United States. I'd be like, I want to I want to approve it. <laughs> Just kidding. I probably wouldn't do that. I'm not that I'm not that crazy about my hatred for Chicago, but it's pretty high. Brady points. Half of seriously, why would the, you close that toll during rush hour? At, and we watched you let three people through after it said closed. Pati- write a letter to the mayor. I don't know, <laughs> dude. The mayor's <laughs> not going to read it because I don't think. Never mind. <laughs> Listen, listeners of Chicago, I'm, pretty, half I'm, of, I'm about uh, okay. I'll take back what I was going to say. I'm pretty sure the mayor of Chicago can read. Half half of the half of this show's hosts love our listeners in Chicago. <laughs> I love our listeners in Chicago. I hate your city. <laughs> How about we talk about uh, two films that... Also, have... Mitch Trubisky can't throw left. What's our next topic? 
Uh, we have two movies that allegedly are uh, going to be happening. Uh, well, one is more or less confirmed officially. The other one just is an actor saying that apparently it will happen. Uh, they are the sequels to the Fallen franchise with Gerard Butler, uh, currently titled Night Has Fallen. And then Keanu Reeves has said that there will be a follow-up to his film Constantine, tentatively titled Constantine 2. Uh, you told me off mic you really wanted to talk about these. Uh, so what not what, con- what stands out to these? I'm not really wanting to talk about Constantine. I'm really wanting to talk about the night, uh, the Has Fallen series. If the producers or whoever is listening to, of that movie is listening to this, I just want to say, I speak for all of America, you can stop making these movies and we'll be okay. Thank you. That's all I have to say about this too. Is that I have no like really. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not joking. I don't remember hardly anything about watching the newest one that we did for the show. But it what sucked. I do remember is it was pretty horrible. And also, you got enough money from that to warrant setting another sequel up. Well, it helped that Angels Fallen was really cheap. Like, I remember reading that it was easily the cheapest. Is it because the... they didn't hire a skilled cameraman? Because I still can't make make anything out of what was happening in that movie. It was, I, it was what it was. Like, I, Did Nick I, Nolte agree to come back as long as you got him a jar of peanut butter and some saltines? Well, all that's all that's confirmed is the title and that it's in pre-production. And Oh, and Gerard Butler obviously is coming back. He's the obviously the face of the franchise, but... I I could care less, honestly. I don't want to watch uh, Angel or uh, London. I don't... It's not just because I thought Angel was bad. Like, yeah, I know we were going to watch the smaller of the two because it was supposed to be a more intimate story. Like, I don't... It, listeners, you know, I hate dumb, big action movies. Very rarely do I like them, like uh, one of the movies we watched this week, but... I could care less. Gerard Butler's movies outside of 300 and Phantom of the Opera are terrible. He needs to fire his agent and figure out, like, how to get his career back on track. (laughs) Gerard Butler, what I want to know is why aren't you um, Russell (laughs) Crowe? Have you ever seen him and Russell Crowe in the same room? I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying, as a guy who admitted like a month ago or two months ago, I continuously get them confused. I want to know why you're not the same person. And do you guys live in Chicago? <laughs> uh, speaking of the, uh, well, that was a terrible segue. Constantine 2. Have you seen the first Constantine? Um, not fully. Uh, again, this goes back to a movie that I've only seen bits and pieces of on like sci-fi TNT USA. Um, if those channels make you nostalgic for the year 2003, me too. Um, but I, I think I've maybe seen collectively like maybe 30 minutes of the movie. Okay. I've, I watched it. I want to say netflix i think it was on netflix at the time if not it was on hbo i just decided to watch it because um i really like uh the director uh uh francis oh i already forgot his last name uh it's Ford the, coppola or no francis francis lawrence that's his name i like francis lawrence uh he did i, I am Le- <laughs> he did uh i am legend um the good hunger game movie the second one uh he so i just 
And I like Keanu Reeves, oh. obviously. Everyone does. So I decided to watch it, and it was... It's fine. It's okay. Rachel Weisz is good in it. Keanu does Keanu. It's not a terrible movie, but it's not great. Like, I... I'm surprised that they're just now doing a sequel, like, with Keanu Reeves literally 15 years later, and by the time it comes out, it'll be 17 years later. Like, I just, I don't... Is there a nostalgic look for this? Listeners, can you reach out to us and let us know, like, give us a... Well, it's been, it's been rumored for years. Like, I've heard grumblings about a Constantine II, like, movie for a couple of years, so I think there is enough nostalgic love for it. It's just It came out in 2005! Not... Probably not like people. Not probably not from people like us. Maybe people that like when like when it came out. Maybe they were in high school. Is it the people that had that huge boner for the CW show that was on for one year? First of all, you're asking someone that barely remembers the CW exists. All <laughs> oh, right, you're you're not on the the CW DC superhero train. That's right. Yeah, like, I remember it for them showing, like, Seinfeld, Everybody Loves Raymond, How I Met Your Mother, The Middle, like, that stuff, but, um... You were out when they started doing the Arrow and Flash and Supergirl and Legends Yeah, like, once they were like, hey, we're gonna start trying to put effort into these and not make it sitcoms, I'm like, I'm out! Well, what about, what about, uh, Smallville and Gilmore Girls and... You think I watch Smallville? <laughs> I don't know. I was just throwing you it out think there. I watch Smallville. Who should I've have Alexis? You, ba- who should have times. Alexis Bedell been with at the end of Gilmore Girls? The I've people told need you to know. A million times, I barely know anything about uh, Superman. What makes you think I watch Smallville? <laughs> and Gilmore Girls, I saw that on ABC Family because I have not basic cable. I've got like slightly advanced cable. Oh, look at me. I got slightly advanced cable. I wear a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look at me. I've got a coax cable. <laughs> There's the sweet spot. Mm, there it is. We've talked a lot about TV in this segment instead of film. <laughs> it's because TV kicks ass. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but no, I'm dead serious. Listeners, please reach out to us if you're excited for Constantine 2. Like, I... I've seen it. It's a movie. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about there being another one. Like, maybe if Francis Lawrence comes back, that'll make me more excited. I don't know. But anyway, on to the next. I was going to say, like, I, I've got, I, I know nothing of the movie, and I'm like, okay. I'd, I mean, I'd probably watch it. Well, but I will. also watch pretty much everything that we have to. <laughs> well, yeah, we probably have to for the show when we finally get yeah. back to normal. Um, so one of the things where it's like, I mean, I'd watch it, but I really don't have standards of what I would and wouldn't watch at this point. Right. Other than, is it released? Yeah. Uh, anyway, on to the this next. show has made me feel like a whore. <laughs> I like that you phrase it like that when it's just like a work, well, work, quote unquote, assignment versus me where it's like, well, I watch movies anyway. I might as well talk to talk about them in front of a mic instead of just to my parents. <laughs> that makes me feel like even more of a whore because I'll do it for money. <laughs> but we're not getting paid. Not yet. I do it because it's a show assignment. F- fingers crossed. <laughs> come on, we'll Olive ta- Garden. We'll take any sponsor. <laughs> come on. Actually, if that's the case, come on, rallies. Ooh. That'd be nice. I wouldn't mind I that. would love to be sponsored by them because their fries changed my life, mainly by shortening it. I want, uh, what was the, what was that viral video? The Joe's foot massage and chicken or whatever that Dude, was. 
Joe's barbecue foot massage. But have we told the story of when I took you to try and get chicken livers at the KFC by my house? Not on mic. I don't believe we've done that on mic. So one of the times that Dan came up um, recently, uh, we had talked about how he'd never, I think on the show, actually, we talked about uh, he'd never had chicken livers. And I was like, oh, I'll take you. They sell them at KFC. So we went to the KFC by my house and I was like, hi, can I get a order of chicken livers? And the lady goes, uh, we actually don't sell those. And I'm not kidding. Without missing a beat, I was like, oh, well, never mind. Bye. And I just drove off and we went to rallies. <laughs> and I just start dying laughing in the seat because it's just without hesitation. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have it. Okay, bye. It <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, we're getting, we're getting, we're going to get burgers and chili cheese fries. We just came here to get the chicken livers because you never had them. I'm not going to waste our time. See you later. It's like, the, it's like when I talk to, uh, one of my uncles that's a lawyer and like whenever we talk on the phone instead of text you like, yell at him about chicken livers no whatever whenever we're done talking about whatever like talking instead of texting it's just like all right Dan, i'll talk to you later all right bye and before i can get out bye he's already hung up on me like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like i am done talking to you i and i remember one time that happened my mom was near me and I'm like, well, he he hangs up pretty fast. And she's just like, oh, it's a lawyer thing. They all hang up fast. Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if he had, like, IBS or something? Well, maybe it wouldn't be funny, but, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, he's got to just, he has to go. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, try to. Wait, wait, wait. Is this the same one when we went to uh, Lafayette Brewing Company? Oh, no, 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 no. Different okay. different uncle. Yeah. That one was really funny. You can't get a macro brew at a micro brewery. Okay, what do I get? Because I just want beer. Yeah, no, that no no no, not the same uncle. I have <laughs> I have three uncles and yeah, it wasn't that it wasn't that one. <laughs> uh but anyway, getting back on track, our next story is um a little bit of exciting news, uh, for one David Fincher, the acclaimed director of Fight Club, Gone Girl, uh, Seven, numerous films. He has signed a fresh four-year exclusive deal with Netflix. He's already worked with them on uh, the acclaimed television series. Can't get off TV today. <laughs> he worked on the acclaimed series Mindhunter. He's got a film coming out uh, uh, in December, almost forgot, uh, about one of the writers of Citizen Kane called Mank that's already getting great reviews. Uh, and he's executive produced a couple documentaries that have been on Netflix and he has now signed to stay with them for another four years. Kind of like how Ryan Murphy, uh, Ava DuVernay and a few other people have exclusive deals with Netflix. Uh, Nick, I'm going to phrase this question to you this way. Does it make you excited that we will get a majority of David Fincher's work exclusively through Netflix versus uh, more traditional means? Yes, because to me, that means that they're listening. They're getting uh, bigger name people to do movies that are streaming that I can enjoy in my, can enjoy in my home. Um, so it excites me in the terms of, yay, you got like a big domino but I don't know exactly what you're putting out, so I don't know. But I'm, I mean, I'm not like jumping off the walls about this, but it does make me happy because to me, it's progress for the thing that I've been rallying for for a while. I, I could see the tides turning this way. Like, I remember before when, um, 
it was a whole slew of like it seemed like over the span of like two weeks like every other day like somebody two signed weeks. <laughs> two weeks <laughs> it was it was this person signs with netflix and this person signs with fox and this person signs with uh universal and this person signs with netflix and this person that per-. like everybody that was in a higher high enough echelon of producer was getting a brand new overall deal to produce exclusively with somebody kind of like uh kind of like in the 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 40s 50s 30s uh the old way of hollywood where you would sign an actor exclusively to your studio so like uh hepburn could only make movies with fox or whoever she was signed with and oh you can't have her on your mgm film because she signed with me for a six picture deal like but instead of like project based it's just whatever you can make in x amount of time instead of just the projects itself so that kind of sounds like um uh like the music industry where we sign you to like a record deal and it's like you have to put out four albums with our label well that's the that was the old way of hollywood like um it's not really done that way now it's just kind of like as long as you're making stuff like it's our property over x amount of time like the time is more important than the output like uh uh who was it the the creator of the show blackish uh I think he jumped ship to Netflix too, but while he was signed with ABC, he created Blackish, Grownish. Uh, there's another ish show coming out. Like he made like an ish TV universe, and like same with Shonda Rhimes before she jumped ship to Netflix. She was ABC's like Grey's Anatomy, and then that show and that show. Like Netflix is trying to do that with these filmmakers now. Like. Uh, obviously with how big a success Mindhunter was and how mad people are that season three isn't happening anytime soon because, hey, guess what, guys? David Fincher is a person, and he said that show kicked his butt producing it for you. So David David Fincher's a human with human feelings, you so psycho. I combined psycho and sociopaths twice. Psycho-sociopaths. <laughs> you, you're sociopaths. <laughs> So yeah, cut him some slack for making a movie and to take a break from that show. Uh, no, it makes me excited though. Like, uh, I was already excited when Ryan Murphy signed with uh, signed with uh, Netflix because uh, he's already been doing some cool stuff with them, like The Politician. And uh, I just watched that movie of uh, the boys in the band uh, a couple days ago. It was pretty good too. So I mean, I'm excited just because yeah, the accessibility is pretty nice, uh, and they have the budget to let him make stuff as big as like well like when gone girl or uh any of his other theatrical films were in theaters so i i don't know i'm excited i mean and i'm excited for mank i know you're not but i'm again i'm i'm excited with how big of a domino this is like we got him in our corner we got it to fall i my hesitation comes from i don't know what the projects are like but I'm excited in, in that it's like, hey, like this well-renowned of a filmmaker, he's only going to do Netflix stuff for a couple years. Like, I like that. Um, I like the emphasis on, hey, let's just get our product out and stop focusing so much about like, hey, it has to be consumed in a theater on a 35 millimeter film reel. And then we do with the stuff. Well, it's still it's still that's well, what I think Netflix. Hollywood executives sound like. Netflix still puts out things in theaters. Like, um, I know I could go see Hillbilly Elegy tonight in a theater, um, but we're deliberately putting it on for Netflix. But but that's an awards technicality. News news flash to our audience. I didn't know that we were waiting on that movie. Yeah, it's it's on the it's on the calendar in like two or three. Basically, 
basically it works where Dan just tells me what we're doing and then I contribute <laughs> my film and then okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, just a heads up, Nick, Hillbilly Elegy is going to be in two weeks, I think. And listeners. Two well... weeks? <laughs> uh, but yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool story to see that David Fincher's got that deal with Netflix. Um, the next story that we have... Um, it's an update on Johnny Depp and Fantastic Beasts. Uh, Warner Brothers has gone ahead and said that uh, Fantastic Beasts is going to be delayed until July of 2022 instead of, I believe it was January 2022. Um, but anyway, that's it is now set for July in two years. And in an update specifically on who is going to be replacing Johnny Depp, it's one of my celebrity man crushes. It's Mads Mikkelsen. It's not official. He's in talks. His agents and Warner Brothers it's are not, in negotiations right now. It's not official. Right it's only on Twitter and Instagram, not Facebook. <laughs> it. He's just in negotiations. It's not set in stone yet, but he is currently the front runner, which would be amazing. He was Hannibal on the NBC series. Uh, he was in Valhalla Rising. He was in uh, that amazing uh, foreign film. Uh, the the not the class. Uh, God, I'm already forgetting. It was the movie where he was accused of doing nasty things to a kid even though he didn't do it uh why am i forgetting the title anyway oh he was also the villain in doctor strange and i i don't know i'm just i'm way more excited just because mads is in it and he's objectively one of my favorite actors working right now did you look him up anyway when i uh when i shared that story like just to familiarize yourself with him um no Okay. <laughs> oh, The uh, Hunt. The Hunt was what I was trying to say. Not that film we watched back in, in March. Hunt? No, not that film from back in March. It's a film from I want to from Denmark. I want to say because he's Danish. Uh, but yeah, it's that was an amazing film that you should have gotten a nomination for best actor for. But uh, but no, he just I don't know something about the cadence that he delivers all his lines with and all his roles and just his smile and his eyes and oh my god, I love him. <laughs> I think he's a truly I think he's a phenomenal actor and if he does replace Johnny Depp I will give the third Fantastic Beast a fair shake because if John if, if everything was going just straight and narrow the way it was going with Johnny Depp I would contemplate cutting Fantastic Beast 3 from the show because that's how little I am excited to see it I'm looking up who he is he's got Doctor a very strange he was in oh he was Galen Urso in Rogue One that guy's cool Galen! Oh, yeah, that's right. I completely forgot he was the dad in Rogue One. That's... Yeah, this guy's neat. I like him. <laughs> He's neat. <laughs> yes, that's He's like... neato. That's like the Marge meme. I just think he's neat. <laughs> I just think he's neat. <laughs> Mads Mickelson, neat. Nick Mahan, Brownie Points Guy to Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, do you have any... Um, did you read anything extra about, like... Uh, Johnny Depp or anything that you want to add to this? Uh, other than Johnny Depp is starting to uh, cause another online revolution like Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, iFunny, which is a ma which is an app that I love, uh, and I know that you're not supposed to mention the name of it, but whatever, part of the ship, part of the crew, I guess. But um, the uh the online meme community like the online community is just trying to 
really get back about uh, him being fired and Amber Heard not being fired. That's really all I've heard in the past week is just like the online community is like freaking out about stuff. And um, yeah, I there's there's my insight into what happened again, guys. I don't know if you know this happened this week. Sports happened. So I watched that. I personally I've seen people try to make the the. Well, if he got fired, why didn't she get fired? Like, I, I'm i leaving it at that, too. I have no comment. I am not a legal expert. I have not done near enough reading to feel comfortable making a comment as to the state of their divorce. Let's, let's, call, your, let's call your uncle live on air and then listen to him, like, abruptly hang up when we're done. Oh, that'd be, oh, my God. That'd be amazing, actually. I bet he's, I bet he's busy, but, oh, hey, my gosh. Hey, so can you give us some insight into the Amber Heard, uh, Johnny Depp incident? Yeah, and then we get it. It's like, all right, thank you. He's like, okay, bye. Click. <laughs> but but anyway for real though i i i'm not in a i don't feel near qualified to make a judgment call as to like why amber should or shouldn't be fired if since johnny did but it's again hopefully they can move on to the next chapter of their lives uh relatively soon and uh with <laughs> as minimal damage versus what's already been done as possible um johnny honestly Guys, let's be real. Johnny's going to be fine. He's he's going to get another job. He's going to be fine, guys. He doesn't need Harry Potter. Did you guys he's watch not the second? Selling, he's not selling his bracelets yet. You got, did you guys even see The Crimes of Grindelwald? It's it's a piece of shit. So he's probably better off. Language, Daniel. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a piece of muggle crap. Anyway, uh, almost done here. We got one more story before trailer talk. Uh, there's increased rumors that wonder woman 84 is going to end up on hbo max come yes it's not official calm down you don't even have hbo max it's not official uh (laughs) but there is increasing rumors that warner brothers is mulling skipping theaters for wonder woman 84 and just drop it on hbo max Again, these are rumors, rumors, allegations, rumors. It's not confirmed, but obviously, Nick, you were very excited uh, at the idea of this happening. What gave you that hint? <laughs> I Again, I'm excited just because, I. again, I'm not calling for the death of theaters. I think there is a way to balance it out. You could. Uh, we've gone to this millions of times on the show, it feels like. Um, but I'm excited just because that means that people are willing to take large tentpole movies and put them on streaming and figure out a way to make money off them. Like I've been harping from the top of the mountain for, for almost a year now. You can figure it out. I'm, I'm happy that this could happen. If it doesn't, I'm not going to cry. If it does happen, I might cry. Uh, or I might not. I don't know. I can't see future Nick because... It's the thing with the stuff. And Oh, I was going to say cuz it's cuz you're only one beer in. <laughs> no, I was just No, my my thing is I was like I can't see future Nick mainly because I don't have superpowers and also I'm terrified to look past what's happening in 2020. <laughs> look at the 2021. It's like uh there are flames coming out of clouds. <laughs> I'm personally I think I, I, I'm kind of surprised that they're doing it now. Like, I feel I, it's kind of like the game that we were watching last night where 
to I'm not trying to be the sports guy because Nick, you do a great sports job guy! at it. <laughs> but did you say I'm not trying to be the sports guy because Nick, you obviously are it. Well, yeah, you're it and you're great at it. That's what I was trying to say. But sports guy, I. Oh my god! Actually, let me finish my thought. <laughs> that could be my stinger when we introduce me. It's just sports guy. <laughs> the we saw the Indianapolis Colts on uh fourth downs multiple 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 times where it's not just like the first time they're in it uh where it's just like oh well that's a gutsy call to go for it after you do it the first time and then Can you're you in that the goddamn points well when you're what i'm saying <laughs> is when you're in that position and you go for it you kind of have to every time you get in that position so how i'm tying this into wonder woman is They've been so gung-ho about theater, theater, theater. I'm surprised that this time now, it's apparent that they're actually considering not going for well, it on fourth this, down. This Does that make sense movie, what I'm trying to say? Well, this specific movie, it has been delayed three separate times because of COVID, right? Well, several, several movies have that are still trying to well, go no, into no, theaters no, next well, year. No, 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 no. Just focusing on this one for, for the point. This is the, is this the third time it's been delayed? Yes, August, October, okay. December. Yeah. So this large multi-million dollar movie that they've already sunk cost into that was supposed to release earlier this year. What was it? What was the original release? Was it June? April. April? Okay. April. Well, okay, so, April, June, somewhere around there. Yeah. So it was it was supposed to release in April. It's now slated as indefinite, right? As we don't know when it's coming out, we'll let you Christmas know. Day, Christmas Day. Right now. Christmas Day. Okay. Yeah. Right. Or no, no, no. You're right. You're right. It did get pulled from Christmas Day. You're right. Okay. So right now, we are short of seven months past when it's supposed to be released. They've already sunk millions of dollars into this movie. And as right now, we don't know when they're going to start being able to recoup, or, re- recoup it, right? Yeah. Why, from a business standpoint, why not just start getting the money you can for it and release it on streaming? Right. Or at least the way that, like... That's what I'm getting at. I, I understand if you delay a movie a couple months because of production issues, you have it done, and it's just sitting there. Give us the damn movie already. They could do what Greenland's doing, like, or, uh, there's a lot of movies that were doing this, actually, that I didn't think about before, but, uh, Greenland specifically is premium on demand first, and then it's gonna be on HBO Max in March. Like, they said that, like, I think we talked about, like, three weeks, three or four weeks ago now. Yeah, like, again, there's ways to make money on this, and now we're getting to the point where, uh, fiscal years have ended. We're a large portion of the way into other fiscal years. You can't tell me that right now the best thing to do is sit on your hands and wait for it to come out because every minute you do that, someone could hack and leak the movie and then you're out the money. Right. Well, I um, nah, it's not impossible. I won't say that. It's not impossible. If there were screener, Just, if there were screeners already out there, that makes it even more likely because. I may or may not have seen movies that way, but <laughs> yeah, but just, they just yeah. get the movie out, get the money you can recoup from it. And frankly, this is a pretty big domino. To, I mean, again, to quote what I said earlier, it's a pretty big domino to fall. This is it a is. really big thing to get to go to it. Like, yeah, especially, especially after, similar to the James Bond discussion where earlier it's like you like with the James Bond thing, it's like you pick too big of a thing to try and buy the rights to. 
this one, like, it's a pretty big thing. If you can successfully get this to work, bravo. Like, you're making it steps in advancement towards what, what is it, Dan? What is your ultimate goal? Do you want to see the movie or or do you have to see the movie in a theater with this surround sound system and just a gigantic TV screen? Preference, preference is aside from this, obviously. Like, I would prefer, but this is not a year or a situation we're in where my preference really matters. So, yes. Right now, very much so, with how much the economy has been hampered. Well, again, we try to avoid politics and stuff, but as much as the uh, economy has been hampered, everyone, it will pretty much everyone uh, is suffering due to the COVID 19 crisis. You have to find a way to make money in this time. It's not ethically and morally wrong to put these monies on, to put these monies, put these movies on streaming and start making the money you can recoup your money i get it if it was a normal circumstance and it's just production issues or stuff like that this isn't a production issue get the movie out get the movie out just let us watch it let us pay you to watch it that's the to me that's the craziest thing about all this stuff about we don't want to release movies to streaming you're literally telling me i want your money but i don't want this your money i want that your money so you're saying we need or you're saying the studios need to listen to our lord and savior cardi b and make the money studios moves. the studios need to listen to me you completely listen to me some bearded guy on the internet my... <laughs> with some bearded guy on the internet that's loud and obnoxious and has opinions and doesn't take very much stuff seriously that's why they need to listen to our lord and savior cardi b and make money moves yeah make money moves and then get that wop <laughs> Did Cardi B even sing Money Moves? Did I get the artist wrong? I don't know. I don't listen to Trash Cans on Fire. <laughs> uh, remember, gonna... remember, people, I'm the person that wasn't looking forward to Hustlers because Cardi B was just in the trailer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to carry us on to the last story. We always close out these, or at least as of late, we've been closing these out with Super Intelligence. That's the name of the trailer for our segment of Trailer Talk. Trailer Talk! Uh, it's the only trailer that uh, we have to talk about this week. And it's... In doing research after watching this trailer, this movie was supposed to come out on Christmas in 2019 through uh, New Line Cinema, but New Line and its parent company, Warner Brothers, decided to say, screw that. We're just going to dump it on HBO Max because this is going to be a flop. And I'm saying that because I watched the trailer and it looks like a colossal waste of time. And I feel very bad for Melissa McCarthy. I think she this needed... looks like the result of when Dan makes brownie batter in his pants. Except I, yeah, <laughs> Melissa, you, I don't know who needs a, a, a new agent more her or her Gerard husband. Butler. She, no, it dude. This all boils down to she just keeps doing movies her husband is directing. Paul Feig, dude. Didn't, Paul Feig didn't direct this. Paul Feig is not her husband. Who? Hold on. Who is her husband then? I thought Paul Feig was her husband. I don't know the dude's name, but it's the dark-haired guy with glasses from Tammy that was the manager of the frickin' uh, burger shack she worked at. Oh, and he's the the one agent in this. Yeah, he did direct this. <laughs> Yeah, Ben Falcone. 
Dude, okay. Oh, so that makes sense. That makes sense when it said Falcone thought a streaming release would be better for this movie. It was talking about Ben Falcone. Yeah, dude. Ah, Wikipedia grammar is terrible. Falcone, I want you to listen to me. You need to stop writing off the coattails of your wife's talent because she can be much more funny and entertaining not doing anything in your movies. Knock it off. Stop turning out cheap garbage and make a movie that's actually worth a damn because this ter- this trailer looks like every Melissa McCarthy movie she's made under you and they're all horrible. That is funny that you knew that much more. Yeah, he did direct Tammy. Did I? I did. No, no, no. I've never said this to you before about like the funniest thing I've ever heard about him. Yeah. What's what? It, wait, what is it? The funniest thing I ever heard about him, I don't remember what movie it was. It was either Identity Thief or Tammy. It was the midnight screenings for it. And they had a guy named Dave that used to do these all the time. Dude, he went in on this guy for like a solid five minutes. And he's like, I I think this guy hates his wife. Like he always makes such (laughs) terrible. He makes terrible movies for her, makes terrible characters for her, directs her poorly. Like he just ripped into this guy. And I agree with him. I'm pretty tired of it, man. The movies are awful. They're terrible to sit through. And it's mostly his fault. It's terrible writing and screen direction. He's not direct. I pulled up his directing credits. He. Okay, yeah. He. Okay, yeah. He did direct one. Is that one of hers? Yeah, Life of the Party. That was her. Uh, one. That's funny. He actually has only directed five movies, and they all do, and they all starred her. That's funny. Tammy, exactly. The, Tammy, the boss. Life of the party. Super intelligence. Okay, four of them. Yeah, like, dude, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but dude, you clearly are only getting anywhere in Hollywood because you're married to her. Wow, I didn't. I'm learning something brand new today. I did not know Ben Falcone was married to her i didn't know he basically only works on her movies he's dude he's basically billy carter with billy beer oh he was a producer on happy time murders the puppet movie that she was in yeah you're gonna ignore the one thing i actually know about politics i i wasn't i was i was scrolling through ben's imdb i'm learning something brand new right now i'm sorry (laughs) i said he's basically billy carter with billy beer like, he's not going to get anywhere, but because he's got a, fa- a famous relative, sure. That's funny. I, <laughs> geez. I just, man, I feel bad. I, I mean, I'm not going to go all in like you have. I think you've done plenty for us like on him, but. Uh, I'm, I'm on it this week. <laughs> I was, I mean, while we were, you, you heard me watch the trailer. I mean, I had a very strong opinion watching the trailer. I'm just trying to be a little control on Mike, but. No, yeah, I think this what, looked... Dan, what Dan said during the during watching the trailer is he was like, you know, my day was going pretty good, and this and 2020 has <laughs> been a rough year, and this ruined my year watching this two minute long trailer. Do you remember the day that my cat died? This was worse. Like, <laughs> dude, one of the funniest takes I've ever heard on a movie was uh, it was for uh, Holmes and Watson, and it was on the Pat McAfee show 2.0. They had a guy on there. He used to be a, a state cop in Indiana, and he talked about the first time he ever had to 
uh, go to like a drunk driving accident and someone and a young teenager died and he had to go to the teenager's family's house and he had to tell them that their son perished tragically. And then he sat with them while they waited for family to make funeral arrangements and everything and tried to help cope him through it. And that was the worst night of his life. And then he watched Holmes and Watson and he's like, well, it's not the worst night of my life anymore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, I thought that was so funny. Not oh the dead God. teenager part, but the uh, the worst. <laughs> I want to clarify. Yeah, I, <laughs> thank you. I think all of our listeners needed that clarification. <laughs> That's um, fun. But yeah, I, for, for those of you that uh, can't tell, I am not looking forward to this trailer. And Dan pointed something out to me about this trailer that I because I watched it before him for once. And um I did not know this about this trailer till Dan pointed it out, and it blew my mind. Dan, what is this rated? It is. Oh, I wish I had the whole reason in front of me anymore, but uh, it is rated PG. Parental Get guidance the suggested. Get out of here. This piece of shit movie is rated PG. This movie, for anybody that hasn't watched the trailer, um, for I don't blame you, it's basically Siri wants to take over the world unless, or destroy the world. Unless Melissa McCarthy shows him that humans aren't really that bad. I, screw Dude, this. Dude, and it's James Corden. Like, I'm I'm sorry. I'm really kind of tired of James Corden. Like, he's become the male equivalent of Ellen DeGeneres. Can we stop having him be everything? I hope this is the end of whatever string of contracts he signed in probably 2018 that included this in Cats and whatever else that's going to come out between now and the end of 2021. And I hope He's he not fire that funny. I I don't watch his show. I I agree. I don't I I don't personally find him that entertaining either. Like I'm not into car- carpool karaoke, and I already have the talk shows that I prefer to watch, like Colbert and John Oliver. But yeah, I some people like him. I don't. It's it's an unpopular opinion to not like him. Just be aware of that. <laughs> well, after my rant against Chicago, that would be the. <laughs> the second most controversial thing. By the way, <laughs> look, I really I want to clarify. I really don't like Chicago that much, but just relax. <laughs> I guys. thought you were I thought you were gonna say and just to clarify, yeah, I stand by what I said. I don't like Chicago. Well here, here's the thing. I really don't like Chicago. I never like going there, but I don't hate you if you really like the area. I've got a lot of friends that are that really love that area. I don't know why, but I don't hate them for it, so <laughs> I got a I'm lot allowed, of friends. I'm allowed, I'm allowed to not like one city and have it be that. I have a lot of friends. They're idiots, but they're still my friends. <laughs> Speaking of one of them, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to live there. I like visiting there, though. I think Chicago's a fun place to spend a weekend. I, Whenever I'm near it, I can't wait to not. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's a city I dislike that much. I don't think I dislike a city that much. Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Never been there. Uh, <laughs> where did I? Was there some place that I just didn't enjoy being? I liked Orlando. Orlando? No, or- <laughs> Orlando was fun. I enjoyed living in Orlando. I just got tired of it being no no colder than eighty degrees year round. Uh, and I had a. I still I still liked what you said about uh, when I told you um, that I I had a relative that was going to live in Orlando for a bit, and Dan's like. Dan knows that relative and they were like, don't they hate humidity? And I was like, oh yeah, they absolutely hate humidity. He's like, they're going to be miserable there. Yeah. It's, 
if you don't like humidity, just don't even go to the state of Florida. Stay out of the Bible Belt in general. Don't go to Bama or Mississippi or uh, anywhere. Louisiana, right? though, has got pretty good food. Okay, yeah, well, that's that's kind of like that's kind of like you could say the same thing like i was saying with chicago like louise uh, uh new orleans would be a fun place to go visit for like a weekend and then no i wouldn't want to live there either speaking of food i can't wait for the mcrib to come back i just want to put that out there i love the mcrib um it's so good i know there's way too much sauce and that it's not good it's not real rib meat or that it's not even like people are like it's not even that good a cut of meat but just it hits my lips and I just forget all sadness. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a rhyme like, it hits my lips, and then I... <laughs> <laughs> I will probably need to censor that. <laughs> you want me to make note? No, I was going to... Not what you did. I was going to say I need to censor what I said, probably. <laughs> and 104.50... <laughs> joke <laughs> i i think we're sister out of news and we've already been at this for an hour we need to i think it's i think it's a good place to stop it at with the with the good big would you say joke. it's time to climax <laughs> oh no we're no this is get the mcribs in here <laughs> no 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 we're, we're past we're past that part we're at the we're at we're at the uh just lay lay in bed with a nice uh calming post-coitus cigarette we're at that part now well, I'm asthmatic, so I don't know how you do that. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> well, I'm asthmatic, so I don't know what coitus is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real tragedy. <laughs> what was that? What was that joke? Uh, I hate it when people say there's someone for everyone. No. And stop saying that because you make people feel bad. <laughs> you know what I hate when people say? What? Go Bears, Cubs, or Blackhawks. Chicago, seriously. <laughs> what about what about the White Sox? You forgot them. I can tolerate them. Oh, so you do have a we do have one tiny alleyway to, to get Here's Chicago. Here's the thing, I can tolerate the White Sox. Um in that uh the Cubs hate them. And the uh, the White Sox won a World Series in 05, and it like royally pissed off a bunch of Cub fans. I can tolerate that. The enemy um, of my enemy is also, my friend. <laughs> also, Michael Jordan played for the Bulls for I mean, uh, groundbreaking news. He played for the Bulls uh, for quite a while, and I really liked Michael. <laughs> Shut the I hell really... up! <laughs> Get out of here! Um, I really liked Michael Jordan. I really could care less about the team that played with him, but. Uh, also, I think we've, this is like the sixth time we've mentioned it, but watch that Michael Jordan documentary that ESPN put out. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, The Last Dance. Yeah. Finally on yeah. Netflix. Well, it was finally on Netflix six months ago. but Dude, that is actually way better without commercials. I, I, dude, I'm sure it is. Uh, but, yeah, I think we should actually wrap it now. Uh, should news. we wrap it up like we would if we were going to hit it with our wood? If that gets the mics to turn off, sure. <laughs> For real, that is all we got uh, for this new segment. Uh, we're going to take a very brief break, and then when we return, we will review our first film of the week. It's the Michael Bay film, The Rock. We'll be right back.
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in to our Brownie Bites news update episode. Thank you so much. Also, thank you to Isla Marf and Fuge, as always, for the bumper music in between the segments. Thank you, as always. So, I already said it before we came to okay. this. There we go. <laughs> I already said it uh, before now, but yes, The Rock. That is the first film that we will be reviewing this Tuesday here on the show. It's our tribute to Sean Connery, and it's got our favorite actor in it, so it seemed perfect. It, it was the perfect storm of circumstance. Not that it was perfect that Sean died. That was a really actually terrible way to say that. Uh, <laughs> we're excited to uh, get that review out for you guys. Uh, and then our second review on Thursday. Nick, remind everybody what that is going to be. Uh, we're going to go back to 2011 to watch The Roommate, one of the worst movies that has ever existed because it's got a really bad rating and it's boring. <laughs> Yes, that is our second film, The Roommate. Uh, that will be out on Thursday, like I said. Uh, if you want to watch either of these movies before listening to our reviews, uh, The Rock is on Hulu and The Roommate is on Netflix as of uh, this taping. So with that, Nick, remind everybody where they can reach out to us on social media. Facebook, Brownie Points Guide to Cinema, Instagram, Brownie underscore points underscore guide, and Twitter at Brownie underscore cinema, as well as Brownie Points Guide to Cinema at gmail.com. Make sure you send us countdown ideas, whether they are topics to discuss, movies, uh, topics to discuss, countdowns to do, or movie trailers you want us to review, as well as movies to watch, whether they are Brownie or Time Machines or new releases in theaters or streaming. Uh, we want to give a big shout out to a listener named Nicole. I'm not going to say your last name because you. We don't know if you're okay with us saying your last name and putting on blast like that, but uh, you let's, sent us. Let's, <laughs> let's make a general rule that we're not going to dox anybody. Let's we'll just say yeah, your, we're not we'll going to say your first anybody. Name. We're not going to dox anybody unless you say, "Hey, say my name." Say my name. Um. Anyway, uh, she sent us like three movies to review. I promise one of them is coming up very soon. Um. I will reveal which one uh, in a later review, but uh, she sent us in some movie reviews. We're going to make sure to work those in as soon as we can. They were all great movie ideas, um, so we want to give her a shout-out. Uh, also, reviews. The best way to help us grow, especially since we don't have a Patreon, uh, blast in. Uh, use your fingers and finger blast in some, um, <laughs> some five-star reviews to help us uh, boost our algorithm thing. Uh, it's all science that I don't know, but it helps us get more of an outreach into the podcasting community. And frankly, we, you know, let's get in on that and, um, yeah, do that stuff. (laughs) Yes. Smash that subscribe button. You guys know what to do. Like rate, subscribe, all that jazz. Thank you so much always, uh, for the love that you give us on social media too. We see all the likes, uh, comments, things like that. Thank you for being as interactive as you have been, And as always, we will continue weekly to be in your ears on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor.com, and all major podcasting platforms. Uh, Shout out to our international listeners also. Uh, Don't give you guys enough love. You deserve it. Thank you all. And as always, here on the home front, things are finally starting to calm down a little bit. We might have a cure eventually here in the next couple months. The election's over. We're coming up on the holidays. We can finally just relax, or it seems like we can finally relax, as of right now, knock on wood. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't continue to wash our hands, wear our masks, keep our eyes, ears, and hearts open, and 
just continue to be there for one another during this final stretch of 2020. So with that, that is all we got for this episode. We will be back Tuesday with our review of The Rock. We'll see you then. Uh, I know that we don't like ending on a sad note, but uh, Packers legend Paul Horning died today. Um, I know we already did like the rest in peace segment, but uh, this one stings for me. He was someone I was actually very much wanting to meet at a signing at some point. So rest in peace, Packer legend. That wasn't funny. It's not supposed to be funny. Well, I'm asthmatic, so I don't know how you do that. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> well, I'm asthmatic, so I don't know what quince is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real tragedy.